ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Thank you so much, man. The podcast is continuing to grow. Um, today is Sunday, February 11th. What is that noise? You guys hear noise? Oh, is your phone? I was like, I'm hearing through the headphones. Sorry about that, folks. We're live, dude, so we're it's okay. You know, things have was it your phone? Oh, okay. I was like, what the hell are you my headphones? Uh yeah, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Uh this is episode one ninety-three. Uh if you're watching live, you can see I have a returning guest here, people that are tuning in. Uh it's the Podfather, aka the Godfather, aka Frank Rodriguez, retiree, uh out of UPS. Uh He's a 49ers fan, and we're just here chatting, man. We're just here going to be chatting about the Super Bowl. It's a nice, relaxed Sunday. We all got things to do uh, after this, Super Bowl parties and stuff like that. Frank, welcome to the show once again. Thank you. Always. Uh, yeah, man. Always enjoy it. So, what, so what's so what been going on, man? You've been re, you've been retired, man, and uh, it's just uh, I know you've been going, going to Vegas a lot and enjoying life, man. How's that been? Been good. Um, the second – uh, this month was my two-year. Mm-hmm. Actually, UPS sent me something. Sent me a. Sent me a, um, a text saying, "Hey, you know your two-year anniversary." I was like, "Wow, I can't believe they still." Has it been two years already? Yeah. I was like, "Wow, I can't even believe they even really care." <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, one of the drivers, uh, I'll say, I'll say his name. He's cool, uh, Cabral. Uh, one of my good friends. We were talking the other day. On the phone, and he goes, because uh, he delivers all those apartments over there right. off of Maine, and they have all lockers. And if the lockers are full, you go, he goes and delivers them to the door. So he got into it with the FedEx driver the other day. He said, uh, because what they do is if there's no room in the lockers, they either throw it in that big locker. Have you seen those big lockers? It looks like a, it looks like a gun safe. Did you have them on your old route? I had them at 100 East MacArthur there. Oh, okay. So those big old lockers are for the big stuff. What Amazon, FedEx do, they throw everything in there. And it's just one big pile of shit. So he goes, if I have something big, I open it up. It's a big pile of shit. He goes, that. So I went in to the mail room, and 
the FedEx guy was there, and uh, the the big locker was full of shit. He goes, he just threw it all on the floor. It was all just scattered everywhere. And uh, he tells him, he goes, hey, dude, what are you doing, man? He goes, go go deliver those. He goes, these packages are going to get stolen. He goes, they get stolen. And the FedEx driver told him, hey, man, why don't you mind your own business? And Cabral goes, he goes, hey, man, fuck you. He goes, these are my customers, dude. He goes, I have to hear them complaining about you guys. He goes, go do your fucking job. And then the FedEx driver tells him, well, you know, uh, this is what the board tells you. He goes, so the board tells you just to drop everything on the fucking floor? Like, go deliver that shit, man. <laughs> like, it's crazy how these other carriers act like that. I only had problems with the, uh, never with the Amazon guys, although that one that I had the locker, the Amazon guy, twice it happened. They have this big, like, plastic, uh, it's got no wheels or nothing. It just slides. It's like a kind of like a box full of all the things for them. Oh, to, like a tote. Yeah, but it's huge, and they just kind of like slide it on the ground yeah, as they bring so. it in. It was a young cat. Uh-huh. It, me and the FedEx dude were in there first before him. Uh-huh. He was like, "Fuck it," and he left the shit all there. Fuck. And I seen two guys do it, and uh, the only guy I had with the OnTrack dude because the OnTrack guy would come, and you have what's kind of like small. Uh, medium and the and then large and then you had that mm-hmm. big thing well he would put like letters in the big ones because that was all that was available mm-hmm. i'm like dude <laughs> so i had a fob that got me around the mm-hmm. whole thing mm-hmm. they got new people running the office after a while and i went to that guy and i said to him hey since i've got access to the whole thing mm-hmm. i go if this stuff is i go i'm tired of uh, rearranging the big locker mm. I wrote with a I had a sharpie so I wrote apartment numbers on there so that people could see mm. the other guys didn't do anything no. so I started if there wasn't I would just mm-hmm. and then I had to tell you know Ray our supervisor hey dude this is what's happening there now I'm gonna mm-hmm. be in there a little bit longer mm-hmm. but you know me dude I'm old mm-hmm. school I'm gonna provide the service you know what I mean so and uh, after that it got along fine I know the I know uh, he's uh, Cabral saying like the younger drivers that that we have uh, now the now uh, management wants to ride with him uh, because uh, you know they want to do they say it's a safety ride but uh, they're saying at UPS now that they're gonna start uh, cutting down the routes like they want everybody off in eight hours like no overtime I'm like that's gonna be pretty hard to do cutting routes and doing all that. It's like, they want me at the UPS store at 5 o'clock. I said, well, wouldn't you want me to take my lunch at 9 o'clock, 7 o'clock? How are you going to service the pickup customers yeah, like that you, are big dollar customers that like a little bit later pickup? How you gonna- I think it'll be for seniority guys, you know, who want the hours. I don't know, but that that's just, you know, it's always rumor. Every year is always rumors. Or they're taking away the overtime. Overtime, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's what we're guaranteed in our contract. But yeah, you're only guaranteed yeah. eight hours. But if you true. think you're going to give me more work, like what they're trying to do is they're going to they're trying to get him to go faster, because drivers that are that are younger on his route, they, they're probably doing what Amazon is doing. I'm not 100 percent positive, but just throwing it all in the locker, which I think they've have. But. Dude, someone's going to have to talk to those young cats then and tell them, hey man, this is what this is what's happening. Don't get out there and burn up routes, man. Don't don't shoot yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Go out there and run the route. There's nothing they can do to you at work if you're working safe and doing, you know, as long as you're not doing nothing uh, that's considered like a cardinal sin or nothing, mm-hmm. as long as you're doing everything by how you're supposed to do it, it can't do nothing to you. Mm-hmm. How's the body feeling? 
actually my body feels a lot better i mean i'm putting weight on obviously because i'm not mm-hmm. staying as active as but i mean uh other than that i mean i was worried about it in the beginning like because i knew i wanted to go start mm-hmm. golfing and golfing more and stuff and everything it uh hasn't uh hasn't affected anything i still i'm I, if i golf two days a week and it's kind of like say a tuesday thursday mm-hmm. I, on friday i feel it up mm-hmm. in my shoulders because mm-hmm. you know i had the two shoulder surgeries but mm-hmm. other than that i mean still i if i have the opportunity to go three days in the week i'll go <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i uh it's it's nice to um like when uh you go some like when we go to vegas like hey do you care if we stay later it's like you know say it's like a sunday mm-hmm. you know want to stay an extra day or hey do you care if we stay later and do whatever it's like what do i care mm-hmm. i ain't got no, i ain't got no place to go mm-hmm. you know i got no, I, I didn't unless i have plans of course you mm-hmm. know of course i gotta say something but i mean other than that it's nice to not uh have to be somewhere ha- yeah have to have to worry about that it's like okay we're going up on uh Thursday, like uh, in March for March Madness, and this time is going to be the first time in a long time we've gone for the first week. So the games start earlier. So we just got to kind of figure out, <clears throat> excuse me, when, uh, what time everybody, you know, you want to get up earlier. Guys are talking uh, about maybe going like that Wednesday night. I said, you, just tell me what you guys want to do. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't have to. Do you set your alarm? Or, you know, like I set my alarm for today. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I was wondering. Like, how about bedtime? You just whenever you're tired, dude. I'll, I'll if I'm watching something and I'm, I'm tired. I'm like, eh, I, I, I go to bed. If I'm watching something and I, I really want to finish watching it, I stay and watch because I don't. You know, the biggest thing I have to do the next morning is probably walk my dog. Yeah. Make sure he gets his walk, you know, and that kind of stuff. Um, I might have a doctor's appointment. I might have some. We, <clears throat> dang it, sorry. We uh, get together, not always a big group. Sometimes just like four or five of us get together and go have lunch and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I mean that's not until you like one in the afternoon, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. So um, I was golfing uh, on a regular basis. The weather's kind of screwed it up, and like tomorrow I won't golf because I have my sister here visiting mm-hmm. um but usually i golf mondays at uh big wreck in long beach mm-hmm. and a lot of times i'll golf on fridays with a friend of mine and his his buddies um we've gone to green river cresta verde riverview uh, mm-hmm. like three or four times and you know what's cool too is like I just went the other day to David Baker, and yeah. like if you do the online thing and pay ahead, yeah, you're guaranteed that time. But they don't show the senior discount. Mm-hmm. Well, the, they got a senior discount at 55. Mm-hmm. So it was me, my friend Randy. It was Tom and Mike Roberts. Mm-hmm. So we're we're all over 55. So. It you was, know where that number three is, where you got to hit over the water. It's a little short par three. Yes. I I. I scolded the ball, top not yeah I topped it, but it was a low line drive, and it killed one of those birds, dude. <laughs> they're all you know what they're all over the place. We saw a guy hit a hit a bird on the, what was it? That's when you go across, you're going to the sixth, eighth hole. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's the hole that's behind the. No, it's just it's the it's the machine. It doesn't show oh, okay. up on the pod. Okay. Yeah. Um, the eight it, the eighth hole. It's the one that's behind the, like at the end of the driving range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he drilled it, and we go, oh, I go, we're watching, I go, oh, man, that's a good shot. Bam, nailed the bird. I go, oh, it's, it screwed him. But, yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that course because it's uh, it's nice, and, and I like to walk. We didn't walk that time because mm-hmm. uh, the four of us, and then it was only, <clears throat> dang it, this morning. It was only uh, 35 bucks to ride. Yeah, I'm going to go back senior and play discount, that course. Senior discount. So, man, dude, I, I, I love that, too, man. When it's I go a good to iron courses, play. Yeah, well, if you want to get even better, and I, I like the course. The the greens are a little not smooth, but Birch Hills, mm-hmm. I like that place. Yeah. That's you nice can bring out the driver, I think, on four or five holes. But, I mean, you, you always need work on your mm-hmm. on your irons. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's it's a nice, and actually that place has good sand traps. I don't. It's not like I end up in them all the time, but, I mean, it's nice that you get in there and there's not, like, you know, water six eight inches deep in there where it's hard as concrete mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that course i played at Cresta Verde, they got uh um they got areas where they got like it's just dirt and they got those like the mats like you hit off of at the driving ranges mm-hmm. you can that's where you're supposed to move your ball to to hit because there's so much dirt and the sprinklers running water in the dirt and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> apparently who's the groundskeeper well man? like apparently man uh the grass ain't going to grow here, so quit <laughs> Why are you watering it here, man? <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, – but, I, I mean, some days I do good, some days I don't do good. But uh, I was getting frustrated at first. Now I just like to go and, you know, mm-hmm. hit a good shot. Like, when I first uh, went, um, it, uh, it had been a while after I retired that I started going a little more, and the first day I went – I went to Little Wreck, which is the nine-hole course on the other side of the street from Big Wreck, mm-hmm. and I aced that six-hole. Yeah, I know. I got that post on my yeah. Instagram. And That's I awesome. Like, I was like, man, that just, that just proves to you, man, this game is a pretty – I mean, you, there's skill, but there's a lot of luck involved, too, if I can ace a hole. Yeah. So. Yeah, my cousin one time at Fullerton on the hole one, he hit his drive right down the fairway, and then he had – I think he was like eight, seven iron in, hits it, takes a bounce and then goes in the hole i was like holy smokes dude that's a that i mean that's a it's a good feeling when you get a shot like that you mm-hmm. know but i the thing is and i just bought myself some new clubs recently but um i was getting better it's it's nice when you realize you you are getting better i mean yeah you could go spend the money i guess and go take the lessons and be like real good mm-hmm. but, I, but i ain't out there playing for money i'm just mm-hmm. out there playing to have fun and, and stay active you know yeah, a lot a lot of my friends play uh play golf. I mean, they're they're you could call them golf fanatics. We got my tournament or me and my cousin, we we and my brother, we uh do a we started a tournament. Uh well, it started with me, my cousin and my my brother who's passed away. Uh, it was the mas- we call it the Masters tournament. It's during Masters week and I told you about this a couple weeks ago. Right. And my cousin had a green the a Masters jacket made. And so we would play every year, and whoever won would have the jacket for the year. Uh, so when my brother passed, my cousin, we started growing growing this tournament. Uh, I think we're up to uh, 20-something people now. Uh, you say you're going to come this year, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll come yeah, and play. Yeah, I'll let you know what day it is. It's, it's the week of the Masters. It's going to be that Thursday or Friday. 
I think this year we're going to be at Coyote Hills. Isn't that uh, right by uh, Fullerton Golf Course? Yeah, it's off okay. of Bass and Cherry. Okay. So instead of, uh, yeah, it's on Bass and Cherry. So uh, we're going to look look towards that. I'm, I ca- actually called him the other day. We're getting, uh, he's going to start getting everything together. Uh, we're, what we're trying to do is we're, gonna, we're trying to have a, 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 a sh- what is it, shotgun start where everybody starts on different holes. Yes. That way we can all get done because last year we had food. We were at a private course. Uh, I forgot what course it was called. Uh, one of the one of his friends is a member there, and he was able to use. We were able to use the course, but I think like 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 two people got kicked out, or we're not welcome there anymore. Somebody somebody threw up in the parking lot. Oh, that ain't uh, somebody cool. yeah, like you got to be like you you can't you got to take your hat off when you walk in. Your shirt's got to be tucked in the whole time. Shoes got to be clean. Slacks. I mean, it was really. And it was a bunch of old guys, dude, and they're all complaining like they could see us because you know, I don't know, man. So we're not, we're I don't think we're welcome back there anymore. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna go to a we're gonna do Coyote Hills, but we want to get done at the same time because you know we had a staggered start and everybody finished at different times, and uh, so like some people I didn't get to talk to that I haven't seen in a long time because they were done before me went eight and leave, but we're gonna have cash prizes again. Um, like I said, we're going to have a handicap, uh, so whatever your handicap is. Or if you don't have one, you know, you could just give them what you average shoot and figure it out that way. Yeah, I told you on my phone I have that thing that shows that I shot at every course. I guess I could just show it to whoever. And they Yeah, can... it probably even does it for you. Nowadays, every app would calculate your, your handicap. Some of those ones, golf apps, so that want to do that for you, want you to pay. Yeah. I ain't all about, I just, this thing shows what I shot, and I can go back and look and see if I did better or worse. And um, it uh, tells me my yardage. Yeah. I could pay extra and get uh, golf, uh, club selection, um, stuff like that. But I, I pretty much know what club I'm hitting anyway, so it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Yeah, man. I haven't, play, I haven't played in a while. I'm, I'm going to have to find some time to get back out there and get my rhythm down. I just I started playing young, dude. I started playing when I was like 19. Right out of high school, I just I went to Big T. Do you remember Big T over here off yes. of Beach Boulevard? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I, one of my friends from high school, uh, his grandpa took us, and I've never played. I was playing football and you know basketball and all that, and I loved it, dude. Like just, just uh, you know, just learning something new. And when I graduated high school, uh, you know, I. I try to play as much as I can but when I got into co- college and I got some I met some college uh, homies uh, we all started going golfing we started playing Fullerton started playing at the Fullerton driving range and uh, I remember my first clubs were from Big Five and then I went and got some knockoffs uh, at this at this uh, golf store it was like privately owned and, and they were called Stratton's but they were the replicas of the Big Bertha's the Callaway remember the Callaway Big Bertha's okay. And then uh, my next set I still have today is the Taylor made. Uh, I got them at because every year uh, the, at the convention center, uh, Long Beach Convention Center, they have a, a golf uh, uh, exhibit right. where you can go and buy golf. That's where I got my golf clothes because I was doing a Sagey Tamara's route for a while, and I was I got really cool with the the shipper receiver over there, Roger Dunn. So he told me just go over there and uh, just let him know. So I went over there and told him, hey. Uh, I, I work for UPS. I, I pick and pick up and deliver you guys in Santa Ana. So they gave me a discount. I ended up getting them for like 300 bucks. 
I still have them. I regripped them and all that, but I think it's time to, for me to get like measured and all that. Cause one thing I, I can't hit is my driver. My driver sucks. It would even do And even when I do hit it nice, it doesn't go far. And I'm like, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I just bought brand new. Yeah. That's what I got was Callaway's. Um, I got the paradigm driver and the, the fairway three wood and then the irons and the irons I got were separate. They were from a show. Mm-hmm. Never, hadn't been used. They were displayed. No, they were left because I'm lefty, mm-hmm. and they were the longs because they're a little bit longer. Yeah. So, and they gave me. Uh, I got them at the Roger Dunn in Seal Beach. Okay. I went to the Santa Ana one. I couldn't find really any good lefties at, and I, I, I thought about getting fitted, and I know hey, it costs a little more. That wasn't the point. I was just like, you know what? I don't think I'm. I, I guess I could play better, but I, I go. I think I'm not that. I'm not playing that type of golf i'm just having fun so i'm just mm-hmm. gonna you know i got me a good set of clubs though uh, with the graphite shafts and everything mm-hmm. man i love these things what kind of golf balls are you using um sometimes i use my top flights mm-hmm. um it was funny when we just went to david baker the water holes mm-hmm. i pull out these like crap balls that i found and stuff and mm-hmm. tom goes why are you doing that i said dude if i lose this i don't care Mm-hmm. I'm not losing one of my good balls <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in case I hit it bad. And he goes, oh, okay, that makes sense. And uh, and I have the Titleist, uh, what are they, Pro VH1s or Pro V1s or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I have those too. Um, and like expensive. I said, yeah, and I, I got those. I got those for a birthday present. Oh, wow. So That's a good present. But I, I had, I was at, uh, where was I at, that they had the Titleist, uh, not Titleist, the uh top flights on sale so i bought two dozen um i've got a couple of uh i found them they're they're okay the uh costco ones oh yeah the kirklands yeah i found them they're they're okay but i mean they they, said they're supposed to be the replicas of pro v ones um i i don't know i just excuse me dang the um like i said like uh, you know it's a trip is because like at riverview say you you think your ball might have went in the bushes or something so i'll go take a look i don't if i think i lost the ball i lost the ball i'll drop another one mm-hmm. it's no big deal but a lot of times i'll take a look for a second dude usually I, there's like five or six balls and there's that nobody has looked mm-hmm. for and i think and, and i'm like well and i grab them and i put them in my bag because anytime i play over water i'm hitting those balls if i uh, knock that in the water what do i care Mm-hmm. I didn't pay for it. Someone else did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad about if I hit a bad shot, knocking the water, or if you're in, I'm in a tough spot and go, ah, oh, you know what? I've lost balls here before. Okay, so I'm gonna tee it up at him with, the, and they're decent balls. They're not like crap, you know. I just call them crap balls because I found them. Mm-hmm. So I'll hit that and say I knock it into the bushes again at Riverview or something, and I lose it. Oh well, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's no big deal because it, it wasn't a ball I paid for. But the top flights are they. I get decent distance out of them. Um, actually, with these, I've played four or five times with my new clubs now. And uh, the best thing about it is, back in the day, the my fairway wood was about that thick. Mm-hmm. These new ones now, oh yeah, you know they're like this. Dude, I can smack this thing like 180 to 200 yards off the, you know, off the off, deck. Off the, yeah. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that uh, I'm hitting at that because I was struggling with my fairway wood. It came with two uh, pitching wedges, a, regu- uh, a regular pitching wedge and one that's called an approach mm-hmm. when you're shorter. 
men that approach a wedge is what does it say a on it yeah yeah and the thing i I love that thing it's almost like i can't hit it bad Mm. no matter what i do yeah (laughs) and i'm like yeah and i'm like i can't believe this you know the guy told me yeah you'll and with that extra length on them i'm not bending over as far man it's do you ever want to go try different courses like the like in like when you head out to Vegas, you know, go go try to hit a course over there? The thing about it is is we golfed with the guy in Long Beach that uh I guess he lives part-time here, part-time there. Mm-hmm. And he said he told me he goes it's a shame that he doesn't pay squat cuz he's a resident mm-hmm. and how they rip us non-residents off when you go to a Vegas uh golf course. Would I love to go golf on them? Of course. Yeah. You know, I um, I play fast. I wouldn't hold anybody up. Mm-hmm. So it's. I played Rio Seco. I played I played another course out there, but I played Rio. I used to go see at the Rio a lot, and we used to play, we used to play at Rio Seco. We used to get discounts if we stayed there. Uh, that's where Butch Harmon. You know, Butch Harmon. Yes. Is? Yeah, uh, one of the f- famous coaches out there. I don't even know if he's still coaching, uh, but he used to coach Tiger Woods. He's right. like one of his. Not one, well, I mean, yeah, one of his coaches when he turned pro, but uh, that course is really nice out there. And there's a lot of holes where you got the view of the strip right there. That was a really nice course. It's super wide. I mean, it was it, it was a tiring course, dude. But the greens are, are big too. And then when you walk into their uh, their restaurant or the bar area, the clubhouse, it's like three stories high, and they had this bar had a view of the strip, and then up at the bar was so high, like. They had those ladders, and they had just nothing but uh, different types of spirits. But it was a nice course. We used to play a, a while back in the days. It was like a hundred. We used to get it for a hundred bucks, and that was expensive back then. I think now it's probably even more. But it was a really nice course. The greens, the grass. I mean, the grass was so clean you can eat off of it, man. Yeah, I mean those. Uh, my daughter works for a law firm, and they have a tournament every year, and I think it's. Uh What's the one, not Torrey Pines, but what's the one by us here in Orange County? Uh, Pelican Hill. Okay, Pelican Hill, yeah. And I always tell her, and she's like, Dad, I'm sorry, but they won't. there's no way they're going to let you just, like, come and, <laughs> and, and play with some of these force. She goes, there's, there's, like, too much money rolling around and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to go with your own foursome. And I'm like, oh, well. And she goes, yeah. She goes, it's crazy what those people have to pay for that. She goes, but, yeah. She, I mean, if she could, my daughter would get me on in a heartbeat. But she's like, ah, you know, I know you'd love to go there, but because I guess there's Monarch. Is that somewhere? I think in Orange is. County, too. Um, I was talking to uh, a friend of ours and he golfed with Tom's son. Mm-hmm. They played nine holes, 70 bucks at this Monarch place. Nine holes, 70 bucks. Wow. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> and they go, but he goes, yeah, it's a beautiful course. I go, OK, I, I understand that. I go, but. Yeah, it you, does you, get want me to, you want me to pay maybe. 35 bucks and play a beautiful I mean, nine horse okay just to go check it out one time yeah yeah it gets expensive i remember i was i was paying two three times a week that's an expensive uh sport man yeah i mean i'm getting the senior discount so i mean it's costing me sometimes costing me less than 100 bucks to golf three times a week mm-hmm. so what the heck you know i'm surprised you haven't seen weaver over there on big wreck or or, <sighs> or small wreck I've texted, I know he lives right up the street. That's where we used to play a lot. I used to play Weaver a lot. I texted him and told him, hey, man, uh, um, it's on me. Mm-hmm. Just let me know. And then I don't hear nothing from him. Yeah. 
You know, the last sometimes they'll send it'll text me back like, you know, my brother passed. I texted him, you know, and he texts me back. But other things like he won't like there was an old video of him that I had when the, I think it was his retirement thing and uh, never replied, man. Hope he's doing OK, man. So do I. I really do. Um, he I played. I don't know. Did you play? It was it was me, Roberts, Jeremy and Burkich was the foursome when he had that one at Willowick. For the remember oh, yeah. he had to do something for United Way, so oh yeah, that's thing. right, I was there. And all the other, all the other teams were loaded, dude. You had like Barger and Magno and him and Addison on all the. So I can tell those guys now, since it's been quite some time, that Jeremy and I, uh, on the closest to the pin, we changed the flags around. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I don't. Yeah, I remember that. When we yeah, had, that one you had that one. Who was that one chick, dude? She got all drunk and she was trying to, she was trying to hook up with that one old supervisor. What was his name? Dave, was it David? No. Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, he got fired yeah. for sexual harassment, huh? Yeah, that was what's her name that she used to be like the safety thing or whatever. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. I don't know if she still works for UPS, but yeah, she was all drunk, trying to put her hands down. His, well, I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah, she. I know, verified that she was all loaded. Yeah, I, I, they were all hanging out in the parking lot, and before I said something stupid to anybody, I left. Yeah, Cause, yeah uh, everyone got loaded. And dude. it has nothing to do with the fact that I don't drink. Yeah. It, it was the fact that uh, one of the people involved I really didn't like and was trying to act like they were friendly with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Who was it? <laughs> well, Mary was just trying to be friendly with me. Oh, that was her name, Just Mary. being nice to me and stuff and i said you're never nice to me at work oh okay yeah so why are you trying to be nice i haven't here now? seen her in a while i don't know if she even i think there. she just probably went to a different building whatever but um don't know her personally don't really care but it, it, at work you know if you're gonna be like that with me at work don't try to be cool with me uh away from work so and i knew they'd been drinking so i just i said i just told uh the guys i said hey i'll see you guys tomorrow at work and Hopped in my truck and went home. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not dealing with this. I had a good time there, though. But you know what? That course, man, that place is just, um, you could probably golf down the street here, down mm-hmm. your street right here, and it would be just the same now as going to that Willowick. They do, I went and they do like nothing. Even the fairways mm-hmm. were like jacked. Really? Yeah, and they letting it go, huh? Yeah, and then they tried to just like everybody else, kind of went up a little bit with the price. Mm. So they did it. I'm like, no, nah, man, you should be, uh, you should be dropping your price here at this place. <laughs> I heard that they don't care, and that because the, they're going to sell that property eventually. Um, so I I don't know if that's true, but it's like, come on, man, if you still got people uh, paying to golf, do some upkeep on the on the course. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Where, I, I mean, I know it's not in the, one of the best neighborhoods of Santa Ana, but it mm-hmm. doesn't matter, mm-hmm. dude. It doesn't matter where your golf course is, you know? It's like uh, that Cresta Verde place I played. I don't know if you know where that's at. It's right up. When, I heard about it. I never played it. It's just... When you go up to 91 and you and you you're the first, when you go up to 15 north, it's, mm-hmm. right, it's right there. You can see okay, one of the I holes right there. there yeah. yeah. I was always like, man, you know, and then when I – Finally got to go, and then when we were going through the car, I'm like, oh, man, this place is beat up. I had no idea. <laughs> and it's, it like, it goes in a couple of the little housing tracks, you know, by a couple of the little houses and stuff. Mm. But it doesn't have a smooth 
what I call run. Mm-hmm. You're not like going here, 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 and it's like a smooth. You're going over here, then you're going over here, then you're coming over here, and then you're going over here, and I'm like, man, mm-hmm. you know. And it's they could maintain that better. It's beat up. Um, I remember always wanting to go to Green River, and then I did. Now that well, they, it's kind of like half and half. I guess there used to be two 18 holes there. And now there's just uh, one, and it's kind of like half a one, half was, the other. I think it was 27 holes. Okay, could have even been that. Yeah, because I lived up the street from there, and I, that was my home course for years. I don't go down there and practice. Not, not a bad course, but yeah. uh, it gets windy as shit down there. When it's warm, the bugs, Cresta Verde and Green River. When it got warm, I, both times it was warm, and man, mm-hmm. the bugs. You know, you're also when the leaves fall down and you don't hit that fairway. Good luck trying to find your ball. Um, we lost a few balls doing that mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, I mean, I went not too long ago. I went eh, it's probably maybe three months ago. I went to Meadowlark. Hadn't golfed there in a long time. Mm-hmm. Still a decent, still a decent place. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't do bad. Um, I lost a couple balls in the water. My buddy hit a ball on the seventh hole. It goes right next to the driving range. And we both ended up just left of the hole, and I knocked mine on, and he <laughs> knocked his over, and it hit the cart path. Mm. Jumped the fence, and that's Graham Street right there. <laughs> you hear it bounce in the street, and then you hear, bang! <laughs> he hit a car that was out there. <laughs> it was a guy that had a, it was a black Mustang just like yours. Oh, man. Light changed, and the guy took off. So uh, <laughs> I go, wow! I can't believe the guy didn't get out and say like, "Hey, dude." <laughs> he probably want, probably was, I don't know, wanted a new windshield or something. It hit the side of the I mean, side of his car. Yeah, I seen it. Was he driving? Yeah. Or he was. Yeah, they he were probably getting ready to know. turn on. They were getting ready to turn uh, left onto Warner. And nothing happened. It, I mean, I heard it, and we're standing right there. So I mean, it hits his car. I don't know how he didn't he hear. Probably it. didn't even know what it was. Probably hit a, thought he hit a rock. As long as they didn't put a ding in the guy's car, man. I I mean, oh. I, I would feel bad. But I mean, if it was me, I would, you know, if the guy got out, I would said, "Hey, I did it. What, you know, you're responsible." It says there, right there on the courses, you know, you're responsible if you hit the ball off. And mm-hmm. and I had just been explaining to them earlier how my friend Eric, when we were the last time I played there, the stray range balls, mm-hmm. he was whacking them across Warner into the houses in the housing track. <laughs> <laughs> he had probably had that was still. It's always been the seventh hole, and I think he had a couple beers at that point. Mm-hmm. And he, while we were waiting to play the hole, he's. Just whacking, whacking the, the next hole to play after that one. He's whacking him across the street in the house. I'm like going, oh, man. Man, all this golf, man, makes you want to get back into it, dude. Uh, you know what? Anytime. I don't I don't know how you guys are with your uh, with your um, up being up drivers and whatnot. You know? They laid off all of the cover drivers, so it's been pretty tight, you know. They, they, I mean, because I got I got seniority now, so it's I'm, you know, I could get a day off here and there, uh, but I've been so busy with with the with the kids, uh, so, you know, with the show too, it's like it's hard to get out there. I gotta find a find a way to get back out there again, uh, especially for the tournament. I want to play good in the tournament. I don't want to play play like shit, dude. You get it. You know you're gonna have a day off. Hit me up. We'll go play uh, David Baker. Yeah, David Baker's a nice course too. I didn't. That's re- a good warm up course. Yeah, that one. Even like I said, or we can uh, get together. Tom, I know Tom and Robert would like to come out there, and um, or we can even go to to Birch Hills. Mm. I like. Play, I mean, I like playing that one too. That kind of gets you, you know. It gets you working on with your uh, irons and stuff. It's not, you know, what I like about it is it's not the straight. Par three, 
you know, I have a bag of clubs and it has a driver and a fairway wood in there for a reason because I like to pull them out and hit them, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't like to play that. I played uh, in Laguna with uh, Tom Forsh. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's uh, by Laguna Woods and it's exclusive that if you don't live in Laguna Woods, you cannot golf there. Wow. Unless you're a guest. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about it is we only played nine holes. Uh, it was only 18 bucks for me as a guest, which was not bad. Mm-hmm. But it had three par threes, three par fours, and three par fives. So you had like a, a variety. Of, usually yeah. when you play a nine-hole course, you get like maybe two par fours in there if you're lucky. You know, Little Rec has four par fours. So it's mm-hmm. a cool course. Um, but that was that was pretty neat. But, man, the restrictions on the, that course are like crazy you can't go eat in the clubhouse unless you're you live in laguna woods wow the they got tennis and pickleball courts unless you're laguna woods you can't go uh and then across the street a little bit and down they have a driving range and a, a nine hole course is part three mm-hmm. and i forget what else they have over there if you ain't laguna woods you can't go everything there is and that laguna woods has uh the the main course has 27 holes Mm-hmm. The only other place I played that was like that was way long time ago. Uh, I think it's called Royal Vista now, off the sixty. I don't know if they still, if they still have it. Royal Vista, I think. It used to, at one time I think it was called Pomona National. Now I think it's called Royal Vista, or vice versa. I don't remember now what it, but it's off the sixty freeway, just fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think there's a course still there. Yeah, and so and that had uh, twenty-seven holes also. Wow. I played it a few times. It was it was a there was a one big dog leg like this, and my friend Tom tried to not Tom from work, not Tom anymore, mm-hmm. uh, guy I played softball with, and he tried him and his buddy tried to hit over the houses, mm-hmm. and me and my friend Art were over here like getting ready to you know measure up our balls, and all of a sudden I hear <laughs> my one of the two guys, my friend Tom or the other guy that was with him. Uh, right into the guy's uh the sliding glass door <laughs> and that's what the loud noise was dude it <laughs> shattered it Shit. and then the guy came out looking at me and my friend art and yelling at us i said look what see what's right here because you could have dropped that i said no nah, that's that's my ball right here dude mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. they got in the cart and went the other way and went like way around <laughs> so they went and i go oh man crazy so what? So what do you got plans for today for the Super so Bowl? So today man? we're going to Tommy's house. Um, I got all my numbers from all my things. Uh, I I, I kind of do want to now see if I was there. Me and Tom always uh, do this one. We play the one because you go every year to the Super Bowl to Vegas, right? Yeah, we always play one of the cards, and it's mm-hmm. a parlay card. Yeah, and we do like uh, over three field goals or under. Yeah, we always bets. do one and do the thing. We we did hit it once, and Tom lost the ticket. Oh shit! How much would it have paid? Uh, four hundred bucks. Oh man. Uh, we went to the K, uh, you know, the payout thing afterwards. And the guy said, "Yeah, that thing got cashed like twenty minutes ago or thirty oh, minutes fuck. ago." Tell him run back the cameras. Yeah. So I mean, eh, stuff happens. He was. Uh, I think that was the time that we uh, Peterson actually Dave Peterson mm-hmm. had, had showed up there and they were having a good time. I think Peterson brought in a bottle of uh, Jack, I think, mm-hmm. and they were they were having a good time. Mm-hmm. Eh, you know, shit happens. But uh, so one or two years after it was when uh, 
the Rams were playing New England and lost to New England. Mm-hmm. The kicker for the Rams, Zerline, I think, he was like, he was nails the whole season. So we're looking at the, we had, we always play that parlay thing, and they were down by 10, so you know how if, if you get close, they'll kick the field goal and then try to get the onside for, to go for the touchdown because mm-hmm. they got to do, they know they got to get both. So I'm telling Tom, I'm hitting him on the back. I'm going, dude, we still got a chance to hit it again. Mm-hmm. I go, if they get in within a decent, I go, Zerline's been nails all year, dude. Mm-hmm. And he, Shanks. He shanked that kick. I go, of course, we got a chance to win 400 bucks again. And, of course, he shanks it, you know. And it was like it was a miracle that we had that chance again. That was the only thing we needed left because mm-hmm. we'll you know, bet that thing like. Uh, What's we, the buy-in on that? Um, just depends on how much. That you want to put? Yeah, we usually put 20 bucks each. Oh, okay. Night. And so um, it's like you pick who will have possession last in the game, who will score last, who will do this and that. And uh, then Tom and I will do different prop bets as well as bet the game. Like uh, the year the Eagles won when they beat New England, I mm-hmm. took the Eagles on the money line in the over, so it paid well. Mm-hmm. And I think I hit three or four of my prop bets. There's this one prop bet, and I bet it. Will one team score three times in a row? You figure the odds on that are but it's a minus odds on that, dude. Really? It's and so we went back and looked at the history after I bet it like two or three years. I go, man, I gotta see why this keeps being like this. Mm-hmm. So we went back and looked at the history of it, and it. I mean, the times I bet it, I lost. I only hit it once. Where a, a team in the Super Bowl did not score three times in a row. It happens more than you would think, and and especially in the Super Bowl, which is. I'm like, how, how can this be a minus bet? Mm-hmm. You know. And I always bet that it won't happen because that's a plus, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, wow. And then I, we look back at the issue and like, I can't believe how much it has happened that a team scores three times in a row. Mm-hmm. What kind of would you guys do in the potluck at this party today? Or? Um, they ordered food from a place called the Loft. Or it's Loft. Hawaiian. It, it's Hawaiian food. It's uh, like the katsu chicken, the okay barbecue Korean beef, macaroni. They got the best macaroni salad. Um, mm the bacon fried rice bacon fried rice yeah the fried rice with the bacon in it yeah, and it's not good. like i mean it's got like chunks like that of bacon in it dude. so um i took uh Sousa the other day for lunch we went over there said okay so this is what we're having over there and johnny's like oh man this is yeah i think i might have seen that he always posts his pictures of his food yeah <laughs> so i told him this is what we're having dude i go so get there early so we can grub man He's like, yeah, so he's coming. Um, there's quite a few people that are coming there. So, uh, I guess uh, Billy, Billy's been sick, so him and his wife are not going to show up. Oh, man. Yeah, I was bummed. He rarely gets sick, too. Yeah, dude, and even when he does, that guy's a workhorse, man. He'll go to work still and everything. You right, know? Yeah, that dude's, that dude's amazing. I mean, I, I know I give him a hard time about retiring and stuff and everything, but, I mean, jokingly, mm-hmm. I, I wish he would, though. I'd like to hang out hang with him out and do Billy, some yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think Billy's done his time and that guy he, how many years has he got now uh, he's got to have at least 35 yeah at least i mean he's uh the top one of the top guys up there now so it'd be cool i know i could get him out there golfing and stuff and everything um get him to go to vegas with us when we go on the whim you know because a lot of times it'll be just like i'll tell tom hey you feel like going and seuss is always up dude if i tell mm-hmm. seuss hey man 
If you like going to, uh, let me check first. Yeah. I want to. I gotta go to Vegas with you guys again, dude. I know everyone's talking about March too, and I'm like, March Madness. We go. What, what week is that? That's the very first week. It's we're going the 21st, which is Thursday, and coming home Monday the 25th. Oh, I think I'm on vacation that week. Usually the week after we go, like I said, but that Sunday is Easter. So, like I said, then, oh wait, April. You're saying April. Is it Easter in April? No, uh, the whatever it is, the thirty. Let me think. That's the twenty-fifth. It's the thirty-first of March. It's that Sunday, yeah. I think it's the thirty-first. Oh, it's the thirty-first. Okay, I get it confused. Yeah, so we didn't want you know going to be around for that, my granddaughter and everything. So we decided, okay, we'll go the first week. Man, I want to go back to Vegas bad, dude. dude I, you know, the thing is this. There, you know how many... Um, there's going to be eight of us going. You know, yeah. it, it started out with just, you know, two, three of us. Now there's eight of us going. Actually, uh, I think Jerry Jones' son is going to go with us, too. So that's nine people. And um, I, from what I understand, there's going to be some other guys there from work that are going having a trip, too. So, I mean... I, I, you know, I always, I always get it, get the rooms way ahead of time, take care of everything and stuff. So, I mean, I, I, the more the merrier for me, no, man. I no. love when it's a big I, group. I can call and get my room rooms and stuff. They still, they still hook me up. I actually know a guy down there I had on my show. He was my, my, for my brother's funeral, he was a photographer. Uh, and he, uh, had him on the show. He actually moved out to Las Vegas. He works out of the, he works for the casinos. So he goes, whenever you need, you need, uh, just let me know. Uh, he goes, I get 50% off. And actually, I was like, oh, I used to get them for free. Let me just check. Because he sent me the email, and I was like, fuck, these rooms are pretty damn cheap. Uh, like Caesars Palace, you know, whatever is affiliated with Caesars Palace. Because I know there's different hotels that right. have different affiliations. But, yeah, I'm going to have a little thing here. Last year, I, I was down and out, you know, everything that happened to me. And so I had just... Uh, my sister-in-law and her husband and then uh i wasn't you know i was uh, i ate and i was like I, I didn't feel good i still was going through my you know healing process but uh this year we got some drivers coming out brian g is supposed to be showing up over here yeah today? yeah he's All back right, cool. yeah he's yeah, back on feeder he's back from feeder so i hit him up hey what are you doing he's on nothing i go just cruise through that that he's morning coming. when I was there, uh, that's when I was giving Oscar the money. Oh yeah, Remember yeah. when I saw you and I said, "Oh, d dude, so you can't even say hi." <laughs> I was, dude. I was. I had a lot of things on my mind, dude. In the morning, my even my lady said, "You're so grumpy in the morning, like you don't say nothing, you don't say bye, you just get in the car and leave." I go. It takes me till about twelve o'clock to like fully wake up, and then okay, let me make calls. Let me do this. I saw you and I went like this, and then I was just like, and then when you told me that, and I was in the car, I was like. Yeah, well, because I'm so used to seeing you in the hub, you know what I mean? There's, seeing you, and I see you, and I'm just like, and then I'm like, wait a minute, he's fucking retired, and he's in the parking lot. I'm like, fuck. But, uh, yeah, he's coming, and then uh, Tanaka's coming. All right. I like uh, Jared. Yeah, Jared's coming through. He's got a knee injury right now, so he's out of work. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jack, I don't know if you Jack, if you know Jack. He's a, uh, a driver from our center. He's been on my show a few times. He's coming through with his family. Uh, we're just going to hang out and relax. I ordered a, a big, huge pizza. It's about as big as that table okay. from Rose's Pizza. I'm going to pick that up. I'm actually going to smoke some wings right now. Um, smoke some wings. And then we have, uh, what do we have? We got nachos. 
Uh, I think somebody's bringing uh, wieners, meatballs. Uh, we got a veggie platter. Then we got a meat platter with cheese. Uh, then we're gonna have cookie, homemade cookies and brownies. You know, we're gonna do. We usually uh, do it up pretty good for the Super Bowl, and then uh, everything's gonna set up the TV out here, and then food's gonna be here. And I got my squares, dude. And then I'm gonna put money on the game. I know you're a 49ers fan. What do you gonna? What do you think the outcome of the game's gonna be? I'm not. I, never, I get crap all the time from people about this, but I'm not a big fan of Shanahan. I haven't been a big fan of him since the Falcons blew the Super Bowl to New England. He was the offensive coordinator back then. Oh. And I've never been a big fan of his son. When he came to the 49ers, like, oh, come on, man. Why my team? The team mm -hmm. I like, you know. But we were just at uh, Tilted Kilt watching the – the championship games, mm -hmm. and uh, there was some uh, Raider guys there, uh, Reggie Kinlaw, Greg Townsend, a um, couple other guys, I don't remember their names, but... Um, Old players? Yeah, they were oh. signing, and oh, really? they had some memorabilia they were selling and stuff, and then they had drawings for stuff. Shit, if I would have known, I would have went. I get, well, I'll start. In, I'll start yeah, just shoot me a text. I'm yeah. surprised. That I usually watch the games home by myself. I usually, because I put money on the games, I want to watch the games. But like if something like that, shit, I, I we were go. and I mean we were there all day, dude. So we were there like eight, nine, whatever for the two games. We were there oh, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, I mean, we were. Uh, God dang, man! I mean, we were. Yeah, because we got there about eleven thirty. I mean, we had a good good time. We were watching the games and stuff and everything. And the, there was one guy I can't remember his name. I think he used to be a receiver for the Raiders, but he wasn't like one of the big name ones. Mm -hmm. And him and Tom were going back and forth about if the 49ers don't win, Shanahan's getting fired. Mm -hmm. Shanahan's getting fired. Yeah, Jeremy says you're yelling, yelling at him when they were playing against the Lions. Fire the fucking coach. <laughs> Fire the fucking coach. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of his because, like, against the Detroit. I took the, I took the spread and the over on that game. Against Detroit and against Green Bay both. I mean, they just – they ran the ball in the first half, and mm -hmm. he made, like, no – like, him himself, he's the head coach. Tell the defensive coordinator, if you don't like what's going on, do something about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they did come back in both games. And then, but he's – I mean, like – Is he playing Colin Shanahan? He's the – I'm, I'm not sure if he does or doesn't. I think he does because that's what he used to be was an offensive coordinator, so I'm believing he does. But, I mean, I don't like that he's, like, the – He's got to run his scripted plays, you know, in the beginning so yeah. much. Screw that, dude. If he sees something else, the hell with your scripted plays. Yeah. And also, when he's got somebody down, he doesn't know how to, like, step on their neck. He starts getting conservative. This is just my opinion. That's what it looks like when I'm watching the games. Is mm. he starts getting conservative thinking, okay, well, we'll do what we got to do just to win. Mm. Screw that, man. Put your foot on their neck and put them away. Mm-hmm. That same thing that happened with Casey last game too against the Ravens is that they I thought they they got a quick lead and then kind of just like just milked the clock. And so I needed the over on that game too, and I didn't get that one. I was like, dude, fucking go down the field and score. I, it's it's tough to take the under on any game. Yeah, I mean I'll take it when it's weather. Yeah, when exactly. there's bad weather, I will take the under. Mm -hmm. 
But other than that, it's kind of hard because, like Tom says, when we're betting, he goes, yeah, but you're always in it. And when you have the over, and so that's true, you're always in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I, I kind of have a feeling um, this time it may be different. I, they didn't have McCaffrey last time. I don't think Debo was with the 49ers when they lost to him. What was that, four years ago? Uh, look that up. I think Debo was. Because Grapple Hole was the quarterback, right? Yeah, I was trying to think. Or maybe it was Ayuk they didn't have. Okay. And I know they didn't have McCaffrey for sure when they lost to Kansas City in the Super Bowl. I think was... He just – this is only like his second year, I believe, with the Niners. That's one thing I don't do like I did when I was younger as a kid is I kept up on everything, dude. I knew everything about everybody. But I don't think they had Ayuk. And I don't think they – I know they had Kittle and I know they had G6, the fullback. Bosa was there. I think it was his rookie year. Could have been. Um, I know they got more weapons now on offense than they had. So I kind of think, and it's only a two-point spread, so it's not hard for them to cover. It was. It started off at four. It was a four-point spread, like, soon as it was announced. and then Which was hard down. for me to believe. It went to one and a half, and then now it's back up to two. Yeah, which was hard for me to believe it was any bigger than, like, two or three, you know, because, I mean – Realistically, Andy Reid's a good coach, and that team, Kansas City's, and they got good defense too. Yeah, they do. You know, he they always say defense wins championships, but he's never really had, Andy Reid's never really had, like, the, the top defense when he's won that I can remember. But he, he, he's got a balance. He, he knows how to, to make him work, man, to get him where he's got to mm. be. I mean. Um, yeah, Caffrey, prior to that, McCaffrey was uh, the Panthers. Yeah, he was still with the yeah. Panthers. They were showing a thing uh, I was watching last night, like a before and after with him, McCaffrey, like with the Panthers and with the 49ers. And it's funny because there's like no change. He was a beast on both teams. Yeah, that dude, that dude's a monster. Man, he's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. His so, dad was a good receiver too for the Broncos. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl. There's a lot of ties between that Broncos team that won Super Bowl and the team now. Oh, yeah. You know, the Shanahan, his dad. His dad, yeah. Um, McCaffrey, his dad. Uh, Greasy is, I think, the quarterback. Brian Greasy, Bob mm-hmm. Greasy's son, is the quarterback coach with the 49ers. And he was with the Broncos when they won. And there's another coach that had something to do with both teams. But that, that still don't mean squat. A lot of ties, but that don't mean squat. But um, Yeah, the last 2020, the score was 20-31. I'm going to go over this time again, It too. was 2010, though, into the fourth quarter. And then they... Shanahan just got conservative and oh that's right they did score 21 points in yep. the fourth quarter yep they uh they were up 20 to 10 and Shanahan got conservative and that was that that just did they get conservative the players got tired no nah, because their got, adrenaline's got to be pumping yeah the Super Bowl but he got he, they just got conservative and that's he can't uh, he started relying uh, relying on the defense to win in the game and they did have a great defense, but, man, you, that defense you stays they, out on the field. They start yeah. getting tired. You think the defense is, is just as good as 2020? I think the defense was better than – I've never been – Does they have Willis? Patrick, Patrick Willis. Willis. Yeah. And he retired, and, right? And Navarro Bowman. Yeah, they retired, both of them, They right? just have uh, Warner now. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, Willis and Bowman were beasts, dude. He's going in the Hall of Fame, Patrick Willis, here. Yeah, dude's a monster. But um, they had – the, the secondary's always been lacking t- 
to me with the 49ers that mm. that def, the secondary always just but for some reason man their run defense looks bad i mean both green bay and uh Detroit just were like running through him, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they. Pacheco right now is running really hard right now, too. He's a little guy, but he's good. Yeah. It's almost like he saved it until the playoffs because. Yeah, if he, I mean, whatever he did, I mean, he's he's looking good. You yeah, know? he's running hard. And it's like, see, like, that was probably the best team in the NFL this year, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. And Andy Reid's a good coach, man. He, he just did what he had, he, whatever game plan he did, man, to. What happened? Oh, to, uh, you know, Andy Reid did what he had to do to beat him, man. And, I mean, I know that uh, Lamar Jackson has a stigma of being uh, terrible in the playoffs, mm -hmm. you know, but unfortunately now it's going to stick with him again because they lost. But yeah. that, guy, that, guy's a, that guy's a good ball player, and he did. I, I think he deserved being the MVP of the league. Oh, for sure. Guy, guy was awesome all year long, you know. And, yeah, it uh, sucks to see him fail like that, dude. I, I really thought like he was gonna. I this is like uh, in baseball. I'm I'm a Giants fan. Don't like the Dodgers, but mm -hmm. I, I always, I, I don't know why I would always feel bad for Kershaw, because mm -hmm. in the playoffs he always just played oh. terrible, and I'm like, dude, this guy's one of the best pitchers in baseball. What's what what's getting in his head when? Uh, that's happening and it, Shit, it, it's just like me when i was playing golf and i was practicing and i was i could hit any shot on the on the range and then i get in the tournaments and everyone's watching you and i just couldn't break that mental dude like just just let it go and i couldn't dude i would have to drink I'd take four holes <laughs> and then like four or five beers for me to finally loosen up and just start hitting the ball it's just it's not just being a uh, physical and and being uh, having this athletic talent it's also a mental part of the game, and, and that's what I learned when I was, uh, when I got to a point and like for golf, uh, that you know it was it was, became mental. You know what? Just me being a recreational player. The mental aspect of the game is I can sometimes, and I, I catch myself, but it's like sometimes you have a bad home. Like I, man, I just played two good holes. What am I? What am I doing here? You start thinking too much. You're like yes. you start thinking about your score. Shit, dude, I get fucking. I, I could care less about my score. I just start going, why am I swinging and hitting it like this now when two, for the last two holes I was using the same clothes and I was hitting it good? You know, what mm -hmm. the hell's going on here? And then so I have to – then I kind of just, like, slow myself down. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll, I'll figure this out. And then I get back into hitting the ball decent. Yeah, you know? my eye doctor, we would, I'd go see him. We'd talk to him. He golfs too, and he, would, he didn't golf for years, and he says he went to this – it was like an eye doctor's. Or no, no, I think it was like his old college buddies, his old uh, fraternity, and they did a golf tournament. I think it was at Coyote Hills, matter of fact. And he says he was doing good, dude. Like he had a, he was like even at, at the first uh, front nine, and he's thinking, dude, I could, I could shoot, you know what I mean? In the seventies, he started thinking about it. He says the back nine, he just, everything just fell apart, dude. Everything he and I said, it's just it become, it's, you start thinking like that. That's why I don't like when I play. I don't even keep scoring anymore. I just I just want to hit a good, nice, deep, decent shot. I have a thing in it. I just I keep my score on the phone. And the last one I played Baker, I shot twenty over, which is basically bogey golf. Mm -hmm. The bad part about that is though, is I look at it and go, man, that's a big improvement for me. Mm -hmm. The bad part of it was on the I I was on on the green on most of the par threes. 
and with three putt. Mm-hmm. Or I was just off, put it right by the hole, two putt. Mm-hmm. Par fours, I'm on in two, got a birdie shot, end up three putt. And I had probably maybe three pars the whole day. And I'm like going, I'm giving myself these opportunities now. I'm hitting the ball better, and all of a sudden now my putting game's falling apart. I'm like, man, I, what the heck happened it's here? It's probably it's the same thing with the quarterbacks, you know. Like, dude, I hit this guy's route all the time, you know, and in, in the game, I can't hit him, you know. It's like it, because they have a lot of them have mental coaches too, you know, to, to help them break through it. And it's just it's just one of those things, I guess. Well, you look at um, the game against Detroit in the second half. When Brock Purdy started moving around, mm-hmm. he's pretty much been in the pocket. He's pretty much, you know, stayed how they want him to play. He had two big runs for first downs when they needed him big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hit Usyk uh, on that one uh, sideline one. He had to scramble and got like 10, 11, got a first down. And I mean, um, he decided, I guess, he decided, hey, I gotta, I gotta do some of these things. I'm capable of doing them. I gotta do some of these things and make some plays, you know. And it ended up working out, you know. They got a couple of turnovers, and you know things changed. But I still think that against the Chiefs, they're gonna have to play Lights a lot, out. a lot better defense. And he, Andy Reid's gonna have some things coming at Brock Purdy defensive on his side, mm-hmm. and Shanahan's gonna have to figure out how to you know always oh, gonna do this okay we're gonna do this yeah because that's where blitz is the, the 49ers do they blitz too they don't blitz a yeah, lot because that, blitz that lot, front right? that front four is so athletic and so you know so you got good Bosa at the end. yeah armstead and then they got but that. the offensive line for kc's really good dude yes star studded yes so i mean might have to change a little things up on that and you know andy Reid's gonna come with some stuff on defense because purdy's a youngster um, you're going to have to pick those things up, figure it out. Like, okay, he's going to do this. Okay, but this is how we're going to beat him when he does that. We're going to do this. You know? Yeah, because the defensive coordinator is still the same from last Super Bowl. Uh, the defensive coordinator was Steven Spaz- Spazzuli. Yeah, that guy's been around a, lot, yeah, a long so, time. And he's know. good. I mean, he – they don't – like I said, Kansas City doesn't always have, like, the top defense, like the 49ers, uh, Baltimore, um, was the Eagles last year? They were like one, two, right? The one and two defenses in the whole league was the Eagles and the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who knows what would have happened if Purdy didn't get hurt? Can't believe they didn't have no backup quarterback, but that, I mean, mm-hmm. but that's the way it was. But, um, and then it, that's a trip too to see how, like, after the first beginning of the year, how the Eagles were like the dominant team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know. What happened with that, you think? They said when the 49ers, this is what a lot of the like sports, sports guys and that talk all that crap and everything mm-hmm. said is when the 49ers crushed them this year when they played them, that it kind of like just broke them. Damn. And I mean, the thing is, it broke them bad because what did they, they lost six of their last seven or something. Yeah. And then they, they got uh, in that playoff game, everybody says, oh, They'll bounce back against Tampa Bay, dude. I took Tampa I t- Bay. I took, I took Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay on the money line. Yeah, I think I did too. But uh, what what messed me up was when we were there for the uh, uh, wild card weekend. It was me, Tom. Uh, who else went? Souza. Yeah, Souza went. 
was it was it just me and Sousa that went? No, Tom went with us. Damn, I'm losing my mind here. But anyways, when we went for that, I had three uh, parlays that depended on the Rams. I took the Rams on the money line. I thought they were going to beat Detroit. Mm -hmm. And then the running back got hurt. And then they nailed, uh, what's his name, Higby. And they hit him and he got went out of the game, the t uh, tight end for the Rams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so when him and that running back, and then it ended up just being a uh, – I mean, if I'd have taken them with the points, I'd have hit my three parlays. Mm -hmm. But I was going for broke because I thought the Rams were going to beat them, mm -hmm. and they didn't. So that kind of screwed me. But I mean, I was pretty much on. I hit a couple parlays that weekend, but nothing big. I just didn't win playing poker. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, time is up, man. Let's okay. Let's get in. Let's get the Super Bowl parties going. I got to do a lot of prepping back here, but man. Thanks for coming on the show. I wanted to get you on since you're a 49ers fan. No problem, it's, dude. They're at the back at the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll get you back on again soon. Uh, once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week. This is a golf and Super Bowl talk today. Uh, we'll see who we got going on next week. But uh, enjoy your Super Bowl. Be safe. And I'll see you guys next week. All right? Peace.